Gotta record. Gotta record. Oh, I did it. What? Screaming? Dual screaming? Why can't get closer to your mic? I can't hear you. Yes? Oh wait. No yeah. Huh? Yeah, okay. You just have to be closer to it. Rumor started by the man himself. Oh no, Javin, I got bad news for you. Movie sucked. Sweating, but also cold. I don't understand. Oh, I'm gonna take my pants off. That's better. Yeah, Dan's unzipping his hoodie. What's up, everybody? Hello, Dan. How are you? Hi. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. You are, of course, listening to This Might Sound Stupid Podcast, mm -hmm. the podcast two friends do just about every week. Mm -hmm. uh, this week was in question, but we are here. We are live. We're ready to do it. Dan, I'm glad to see you. If this is your first time listening to our podcast... Uh, subscribe to us on whatever app you get your podcast on. Mm -hmm. Also, follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash this might sound stupid. Mm -hmm. Get notifications whenever we go live on Thursdays, just about every Thursday. Got it. <laughs> if you want to email us, you can email us, this might sound stupid at gmail.com. Dmail. Dmail. Dickmail. If you want to tweet at us, you can do so at tmss underscore podcast. Mm -hmm. I feel like my audio is not as loud as it normally is, but not, literally nothing has changed. I can hear you the same. Is the computer audio all the way up? It is. Like you, like you sound the same in mine. Okay. Uh, oh, maybe it's because I have a hat on. Yeah, you're trying to listen through your hat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Once a month, we do a top five episode where uh, listeners email in their top five lists that we come up with, mm -hmm. and then we go over lists on the air. It's really fun. You would email those lists to this might sound stupid at gmail.com. Uh, I have not set up Joey Cam, so I'm going to do that now. Dan, you talk for a minute, please, now. Uh. Logan Paul lost three and a half million dollars on Pokemon cards. That was, <laughs> How did he lose it? That's kind of interesting. Uh, he bought a sealed box of booster boxes. What does that mean? So like the boxes that hold the cards, like the like the box that have like the packs in them. You buy like a there's like a case that holds like six of those. So like when it gets shipped to like when it gets like shipped to like Walmart. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's like a box with six boxes in it. Box with six boxes. I gotta pause you, so we can check in with Joey. <laughs> Joey, the good boy. He's our oldest and best sponsor. He's concerned because he keeps hearing his name. He's a spirit Pokemon. And our other sponsor, of course, is Mike Long, who designed all of our graphics and who we love dearly, and who never comes to the podcast anymore. He's a psychic one. <clears throat> good okay. evening, not Costanza. 
Uh, oh, not Costanza. Good to see you. Long time no see. Uh, but he's been like super into Pokemon, like cards recently, like spending a whole bunch of money on like expensive cards and stuff like that. And so he bought this box that was like supposedly like um got like seals of approval from like a card company saying okay. like it seemed like it seemed official. Um and he bought it and like people were immediately like that doesn't look like they were like kind of like didn't trust the authenticity like it's right. it's kind of paper trail. Um and so they went with the people that like put their stamp of approval on it and they like opened it up to like just like make sure and they could tell like immediately once they open it like there were like pokemon boxes in there but the, like these boxes like these, these like packs like the boxes inside don't look right so they open one up which it's if it was real it would have been like hundreds of thousand dollars so you don't want to just open it just like you know it's not sure. just open um and there are gi joe cards inside <laughs> and how much money did you spend on it three and a half million dollars good lord were they collectible? Did I miss that part of the story? Pokemon cards? The ones that he bought, the special ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. High, like, highly desirable. Okay. Highly. Like, it, like that was a... That would have that been, like, an okay <clears throat> price to pay for what he bought. Okay, I have a question. I'm going to type it so I don't forget it. Okay. I'm not going to hit enter. Okay. Uh, what are you drinking, Dan? <laughs> uh, so this, this is waiting in my fridge for Javin McLeod as well. Uh, this is from Humble Forager in Barrel Theory. Uh, collaborated on this thing called uh, m- Mixing with a super sweet little tall can. It's a Imperial Tiki Sour. Passion fruit, orange, spices, pomegranate, calamansi lime, and almond. Jesus. Do I get a sip? Yeah. Can we... <laughs> I like that joke. No, no, I was making fun of you. It reminded me of the summer I was sandals for Penelope Cruz. Oh, I can hear the fizzy, the fi- the fizzing. Yeah, just leave me a little tiny sip in there. This is a cool can. Yeah. This is a wild can. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can really, yeah, you can't appreciate it. It's a very, it's a very dark can. really good yeah all right 10 percent i am drinking experimental things that dan was fascinated by and wanted to talk to me about so bad and i kept telling him he had to wait for the podcast so this is from somebody called crooks and marker okay it is a seltzer Right? I think so. Although on the box, it says like federally designated as sparkling beer or something like that. Uh, maybe Amber can go read what the box actually says. It also says organic ancient grains. <laughs> five five percent is about like that. That's the five percent. That's the number for like hard seltzers. Uh, I'm going to crack one open and try it. But the reason I got it is because. the hell was oh it's amber with her phone i heard myself uh that was weird the reason i got it is because i'm doing keto again Uh uh-huh and so the whole thing is one carb oh uh and it was uh, to answer your question from before dan was like was it with all the seltzers where'd you find it (laughs) it's it was just on an end cap 
Okay. And I had found these, these Lagunitas uh, daytime. They were three carbs per beer. And then I was like, I wonder if they made like white chicks love to drink seltzers. They probably make like locale oh, yeah. seltzers. Like I got to be able to find something. And then I found this and they put the nutrition information on the box. So you could see that it's only one gram of carbs. So I would, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to give this a try. Mm-hmm. You want to take a sip? Sure. Before I do. Amber's been sick all week. That's why the podcast was Margarita lime. My, and they had, yeah, they had other flavors. So they had like pina colada, which I think is a disgusting flavor. That's, uh, tastes like lime, not like lime juice, but like lime aid. It's like not a, like carbonated. A, no, that's confusing. I, I, it's not seltzer at all. It's like, uh, why isn't it carbonated? There's uh, purified water. Organic ancient grains, agave tequila? Te- tequilana? Organic lime margarita flavored still cocktail. So, so, okay. So, that means there's no bubbles in it. Hey, Amber, will you do me a huge favor because I love you and bring me down a sparkling water and a glass? You get a mix? I th- yeah, I think this will be really good. I did that um, with uh, Barrel 3 had a... I like this flavor. Had, had like a like a fruited seltzer. And so I just uh, I just mixed that with um, something Ooh, else. Maybe a little ice in the glass. Put a little vodka in there. Well, I don't need to get hammered. That was the other thing. I was like, I'm just gonna make mixed drinks. Uh, but yeah, I don't hate that. That's pretty good. It's interesting because it, it's Jello. That's the flavor. It's lime Jello. Kind of yeah. No ice. It's cold already. I did. They're, they're both cold. Don't trip over Joey Cam. Thank you. Don't. Tangerine lime now. Yeah, mixing flavors. But yeah, I'm fully in ketosis. When when did you start going keto? Uh, last weekend. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so you're 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 fully in the throes of. Today is like the first day where I'm fully. Are you trying to like shed or something or like why 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 go? Yeah, keto? just the same thing as like last year mm-hmm. or the year before. It's pure vanity. It is what it is. That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. In MTV. I like that. It's not bad. Yeah. It like the um. It helps it. I it's like it like this isn't bad. No, but having but it without it carbon, more, it needed carbonation. Yeah, and, and it needed uh, something else besides besides the uh, like the lime jello flavor. It needed a little more cut to it, mm-hmm. and this, you know. Oh yeah, you're, this you're, gives you're it. Lacroix. My Lacroix. <laughs> <laughs> what you're looking for? Uh but yeah, <clears throat> mine's just a flavor explosion, is what mine is. Yours was really delicious. I think this is good too. I can't stop drinking it. Um. Yeah, just doing keto to... Well, you know what? I haven't done keto in years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't done keto since I since probably uh, 25. So, like, over a decade now. Been like your St. Paul house, you would have been doing it. Right, yeah. Uh, but when I did it then, I just lost weight like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, hey, Amber, can you close the door? Because I can hear myself 
like on your device. Really? Yes. It's throwing me off. (laughs) (laughs) She's like stomping. Slams the door. Um, She did. What a psycho. But you'll 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 be in love with the uh, um, the the seltzer aisle then because it's insanity. As long as it well, I yeah, I just I don't care. I'm not looking for low calorie. Like this is a hundred calories, but I'm looking for low carb. Uh, only because you said it. Yeah, no, like there'll, there'll be a uh, like after yeah, like top ten. It's like almost as big as the beers. Like the. The beer section that comes up. I know. I need to look at them more because this. I didn't realize. I won't buy these again only because it's not sparkling. Like I want the sparkling. It's kind it. of a letdown. Right. I like the flavor now mm-hmm. that I've mixed it with something sparkling. Mm-hmm. And actually, yeah, it's not a bad idea for the rest of these to mix them with a little vodka and some uh, Lacroix. Yeah, you can. Just, you can just. You can church it up a little bit. <clears throat> um. But yeah, anyways, when I was like 25 and I did keto, 24, 25, something like that, mm-hmm. I just like shed weight. It just like, it worked really well. Uh, and then then I just kind of realized like, oh, if you just count your calories uh, and just keep yourself in kind of a mild calorie restriction, you can lose weight that way. Mm-hmm. And that's what I would do in years past but then last year was and i think it's just because i'm getting older Mm -hmm. and it gets harder to lose weight as you get older last year was the first year where it was like i was calorie restricting but i wasn't losing weight as fast as i normally do Mm -hmm. uh and that sucked because the idea is like calorie restrict for a little bit because it's hard to just not have enough calories day after day um you're crabby and you're tired and your Mm -hmm. workouts suck and so it was like calorie restrict, and then I just didn't lose as much. So this year I'm just trying keto mm-hmm. to see like, okay, if I'm in ketosis mm-hmm. and I'm calorie restricted, just being like, that took me a while to figure out is don't crash to it. Don't mm-hmm. be like 500 calories in a deficit. Be like 200, 250. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then will my body, you know, burn fat quicker? Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of... Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. I also said to Amber yesterday, I was like, we both know this is just, I just get bored and I fuck with shit too. So that's kind of what it is. It's yeah. like, yeah, it's just, it's a thing to try. But uh, keto, I was talking to Half a Blapper and ketosis or doing keto mm-hmm. is so much easier than it was like 10, 11 years ago. It's because it's like, like it's everywhere. Carbs and it's, it's a whole thing. So like, there's so, like you just go, I went to Hy-Vee uh, when I ran to the DSC the other day. Mm-hmm. And I was just going to see, like, maybe they'll have, like, because I just wanted a snack. I was like, maybe they'll have some kind of, like, keto-friendly. They just had a whole aisle mm-hmm. with loaves of bread. Like, I bought, I I special ordered bread online because I figured that's what I had to do. But now yeah. you can just walk into Hy-Vee and buy mm-hmm. keto bread that is zero net carbs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I bought this. But this bread is, like, amazing. It's a loaf of bread. And I'm just having peanut butter and jelly sandwiches on it. And it's zero net carbs. Like it's once one of those things kind of gets into like the zeitgeist, right? Um, then it's like it, it, it gets its own like half aisle at a grocery store. Yeah, like what? What? Like what was a um, even though people weren't like celiacs, 
so many people were just gluten free. So many people were just doing gluten free. I would still say gluten is like gluten free stuff is more prominent in grocery stores. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like all of a sudden, I was just <clears> like, <throat> like you could find gluten free everything like 15 years ago. Yeah. So yeah, it's just it's much easier now <clears throat> to do. This was hard because I knew I was gonna have carbs uh, tonight, so I really had to like. We we did fajitas tonight, mm-hmm. and then I looked it up, and I was like, I feel like I remember like red and green peppers and onions being kind of high, but they were way higher than I remembered. Oh, because of the sugars? Yeah. So I ended up not having any in my mm. oh, fajitas. No. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not that bad. It was mm-hmm. just steak and sour <clears throat> sour cream and cilantro. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the question I had about the Paul mm-hmm. Logan? Mm-hmm. Is that the one? Mm-hmm. Uh, how like the people who did the who sold him a fake thing? How do they get away with it? Like, why can't he just go back to the people he bought it from and be like, "Hey, I paid you three million dollars." Like he knows the guy that he bought it from. Yeah, uh, he he was in like the room when they opened it, um, and he had bought it at some point before that for two something, for two something million. Like I don't know, I don't know how long how long before that. Um, so who's out the money? Right, right now it's like unless that guy wants to give him back his three and a half million dollars, it's it's Logan Paul. That's so weird. Now is this the one that just knocked out uh, Tyron Woodley? Yeah, he's the one that fought Mayweather. So like he's the he's the better boxer. One of them fought Mayweather. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, like uh, I don't remember how, but I could have sworn. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, he one of them fought Mayweather. Um, I legitimately had no idea. Woodley twice. The Woodley thing I saw because he actually knocked Woodley out. Yeah, like clean. Right. Fought the wrestler guy. What's that? Askren. Fought Ben Askren. Uh, I'm so, it's so funny that I was obsessed with that sport for so many years mm -hmm. and I'm just oblivious to it at this point. Mayweather guy is the wrong, the worst one. He bought the fake cards. Other one fought Woodley. Oh, so the oh, so, oh, so Jake Jake Paul's the one that's fighting. The see, I say I don't even know. I don't know which brother is which. I don't know. I didn't. Yeah. Uh, okay, oh, okay. So Logan fought Mayweather. Okay, so he's the Pokemon guy. So Jake Paul's the one that's been fighting like the actual. Okay, so Jake Paul knocked Woodley out, and I mean, I watched. I didn't watch that whole fight, but I watched mm-hmm. the knockout. I mean, it's a good punch. It is like I, like, I was reading like the the <clears throat> like the threads on it and stuff like that after you know it's like a like a a better boxer wouldn't have been. Right, thrown by what like, but it, but it was a legit like he, he like he set it up and he knocked him out. Uh, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see like once one of them goes against like, like a, like an actual boxer or someone like someone yeah. But yeah, it's a uh, yeah. I did. It's, it's a weird little niche that they've created. Like they're they're getting people like it's weird. Like they're they've. I, mean, I, I don't want to say they've saved boxing. Make your money. But they might have saved boxing. You think so? No one gave a shit about boxing. I did. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like boxing was doing well. They, made, they, 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 would, they, would, they would sell a Mayweather fight like once every few years. They made me that's, not that's, give a shit. That, that's all anyone ever cared about. But it's getting eyes on like boxing and not MMA. Yeah, I like, mean. A lot of eyes. <clears throat> like my, like my, my nephews know like about boxing and like. About like you two people fighting each other on and like on these like pay per views. 
I wonder that, that can't be bad for boxing. The last boxing thing I remember being blown away by and like I couldn't wait to see the the next part. Can you see this? Mm-hmm. Uh, or the next thing he did was when Tiafimo Lopez beat Vasily Lomachenko. Is he a Paul brother? Like a, like a nope. nephew, a Paul cousin? Because <clears throat> I thought nobody would ever beat Vasily Lomachenko. Mm-hmm. He was, I think his, his Olympic career, I think he was undefeated. And then his boxing career, he was undefeated. Well, he had a defeat, but it's kind of everybody knows it wasn't really a defeat. It's one of those. Yeah, I, it's I, like I, John I Jones' fight. defeat to Matt Hamill. Uh, not, it's not that extreme, but basically the boxer he fought was just cheating. <laughs> oh, yeah, perfect. Uh, and he lost as a result, but yeah. Olympic boxing's always been a weird one because it, it, it doesn't necessarily translate to actual boxing. It did for Vasily. No, I, I know it does, but for most guys, it's literally you know because it's it's, <clears throat> it's 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 a different animal than like yeah, but. But yeah, uh, and then this kid named Tiafimo Lopez beat him and like beat him in decision, mm-hmm. which is like the craziest way to beat. You know, it's it's not like it wasn't a flash knockout or anything like that. I mean, he legitimately beat him mm-hmm. over the course of the fight. Uh, and I really wanted to see like Tiafimo's next fight and what was the rematch going to be and was he going to fight uh, Tank, what's his name, Mayweather's Abbott? prodigy. Tank Abbott's back? No, I can't think of it. Gervonta Davis. Like, was he going to fight Gervonta Davis and... And then I just got sick of all of the culture that goes with those sports. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like it wasn't something I could support or be a fan of and have my conscience in in line with what I want it to be anymore. It sucks. Yeah, it's a – they're not <clears> – that's like – that's kind of the interesting thing about like these young um, – these young kids making money off it is that like they've stolen it away from like jag off promoters and are just like making their own millions off it. Do it. I mean, that was an interesting thing I saw with Tyron Woodley was the amount of money he made in the Mm -hmm. two Paul fights was more than any fight he ever made in the UFC, even when he was a champion. Yeah. It's like why the fuck? I'm pretty not? sure I remember that correctly, but I might not. So it, it's it has to be pretty close because like I know like the one like the one Paul got like well a says little... Paul brothers have a Jaga promoter. Oh, perfect. <clears throat> uh, it's probably their dad or something too. I, I feel like that's how like Disney kids are. Oh, like, isn't their dad a creep? I feel like that's how Disney kids are raised. Are um, they Disney kids? I think that's where they because they came to prominence like when they were in their teens. <clears throat> I think they I, they must have been Disney kids or well or at least one of them was a Disney kid. All I remember is uh, what's his face, Ethan Klein from H three H three. He had he always had an axe to grind with one of the Paul brothers, and I just remember like, oh, what like that's like the, like the I, one the one especially is just like a, an absolute like. But every time a-hole. you would bring it up, I would just be like, man, what is it with you and this guy? He was like obsessed with. It could have also it was weird been like, because they they. They, not that jealousy is not the right word, but <laughs> Wall they is a guy Dana White fired. Uh, they were guys that you know they're on his they're on his platform, and they're they're working less hard, but they're making more money than him. So I'm sure that also hurts him. Like that, although that, I wonder that that could also irk him the wrong way. Man, I haven't listened to H. I don't know what's going on with that podcast. I'm making weird faces and go and you know and sound like Pat. <laughs> Um, they had Dr. Disrespect on their podcast at one point. That makes sense. 
That that that, 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 <clears throat> that, that, that meshes. But yeah, I don't understand how you get away with that. Away with which story? Probably why I'm not a criminal. Selling like $3 million of fake cards. Oh, yeah. It, it, who, I suppose who, who knows where in the chain it happened? I suppose you get you you start to hope that but that's what I'm saying like that guy's got a lot of money mm-hmm. that Paul whatever Paul wanted is. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of money. Mm-hmm. He could pay investigators to just trace it back until they figure out Oh yeah, and then he'll and then he'll get 60 million views on that video. Right. Yeah. And make a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. Uh their promoters are the ones that got Evander Holyfield to stumble his way into the ring again oh, and get right. slaughtered by Vitor Belfort. All right, well, I, I, I hate everything about it again. See, this is what I mean. I can't. I just couldn't, in good conscience, conscience, be a fan of that sport anymore. And like you know, John Jones recently had like an assault charge against his wife, and I don't know. It just really started to weigh on me that like I was getting entertainment out of people's heads getting fucked up, mm-hmm. and like just destroying their lives potentially and i, I don't know I, ju- I just i really like the sport and the w- what i used to tell myself is like well people they're gonna do it either way whether mm-hmm. or not i'm a fan of it uh and that's probably still true but i just i can't i don't know i just really started to struggle aligning my conscience with being a fan of the sport the way that it is when they're started- it just seemed like there wasn't enough like steven thompson's yeah, when when there started being like actual villains and not just like Chael Sun and Paper villains that are like Yeah. Uh like when these people were just like actually like legitimately like terrible people and they were like Ambrose's <laughs> because you're a good person. And they were at like the top of the card. It Thanks, it, Amber. it 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 made it so or yeah, just much less enjoyable. When I thought Connor's thing was just a shtick, mm-hmm. you know, and used to make money, that was one thing. And then you just I remember one of the first ones was uh, when he like threw the dolly at the window and like shattered the window. I was like, what is going on? And then it just went downhill from there. And mm-hmm. I, I still legitimately love like that sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like watching it, but I can't in good conscience watch it. And my conscience, I don't know, outweighs my entertainment, I guess. What are you looking at? Is it, is it, uh, is it still wobbly? Wall wobbly beef. I noticed that earlier. I think it's I think just it's, well, I think it's if you bump the table. Right. I kept bumping the table. We got to figure out how to attach them not to the table, but it's a work in progress. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things I want to buy is a different kind of table for down here. Yeah, and then we'll get uh, and then we'll get Mike Long in here. Yeah. To, to to run the boards. I've thought before, like I could just go into because I can tell where the beam is. I could just go into the beam, mm-hmm. and then we just see. The problem is if I push them up every time the podcast is over, then we have to. That's like another fucking piece of setup because mm-hmm. we have to p- bring them down every time. Um, but yeah, I still want to watch the sport. I still occasionally, like occasionally, I'll go to RMMA, mm-hmm. and then I just see some of the things there, and I'm like, yeah, fuck this thing, fuck this sport. Like maybe I should try getting more into just jiu-jitsu but i also feel like the gordon ryan's of jiu-jitsu are terrible douchebags <laughs> i don't actually know that that's true so i'm really sorry gordon ryan if you're not i don't know who that is gordon ryan's uh he's a big jiu-jitsu guy oh okay uh or uh uh um fuck i can see his name he actually transitioned to mma um, Gordon Ryan was like a guy. Let me make sure it's who I'm thinking of. He was always running around with Connor. 
Gordon Ryan. Yes, this is what I'm thinking of. Gary Tonin is the other guy, uh, but I don't think Gary Tonin's a douchebag. I don't actually know. Gordon Ryan might not be either. Uh, Gary Tonin, he fights for one now, I think. Okay. Yeah. Submission Grappler, Eddie Bravo, IBJ. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and Nemo and I will still watch collegiate wrestling, mm-hmm. which I have my own problems with. But somebody was it on the podcast? Somebody recently told me that they're changing the way that collegiate athletes can make money. Yeah, like uh, I don't. I know the NCAA did it. Um, oh, I've only seen football players make the money, but I'm assuming um, it must be a broader. Uh, all athletes can name image like yeah, so they, they own themselves. Okay, so they can sell their image and stuff. Yep. Cool. So yeah, certain yes, yeah, certain fucking like certain like college world quarterbacks were already like some of those guys like at the big schools were already making two million dollars a year now. Nice. It's fucking nuts. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, no, it really. I mean, the the thing that I really started to have a problem with was like you're potentially destroying your body yeah. for the like the rest of your life for this thing, you should be compensated for it, whether or not it's professional. And, and, and it's not even so much that like the school has to pay you. Right. It's that you, should, you can make money. You can make money. Yeah. Because that's saying like, like paying college athletes to hold, you know, a whole kit and caboodle about like, you know, all that stuff. Right. I was just about to bring up Gable Stevenson. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he's he's under. He uh, was one who I don't know. I don't know what the culture of WWE is like. As far as I'm concerned, it's garbage. Uh, or not as far as I'm concerned. As far as I know, it's garbage. Mm-hmm. But he was one that I re- I really wanted Gable to go into mm-hmm. MMA. And then when I heard he went into wrestling, I was like, good because fuck MMA. I don't know, man. I'm just bummed. <laughs> I'm bummed by that sport. Uh, but yeah, collegiate wrestling is super fun to watch. Nemo and I still watch it all the time. Uh, Really hardened to cricket. Really fun. I would do that. A really fun uh, wrestler to watch right now. If you want to, if you want to look up some like really fun, uh, wait, is this not his name? <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay, Spencer Lee from. I always get the. I think he's. I think it's just Iowa because there's Iowa and Iowa State, but he's mm-hmm. a Hawkeye. So is that Iowa? Yeah, it's Iowa. Okay. Spencer Lee is a 125 pound wrestler. He's super fun to watch right now. Um. Yeah, I liked the baseball game I went to, Jeff. I drank beer. Yeah, it's it's longer baseball with uh. Is I, I think there's like less time in between batters. But I could be very. I don't wrong. think they're called batters. I think they're called like. It's either that or runners. Cramples or something. That's not true at all. That's just disrespectful. What are they called, Wallaby? He knows what the batters are called. Batsmen. Batsmen. Yeah, see, I told <laughs> you they were called batters. Uh, I was watching some John Boy videos on uh, on cricket. Because <laughs> he's gotten super hard. Now. Like he's He's been loving cricket recently. John Boy has? Yeah. I, I for sure could hang out for an afternoon with like you and Javin and Walla Beef mm-hmm. and just watch cricket. Because it would be a whole afternoon. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. I could hang out and just eat food, 
and listen and like Wallbeef would explain the sport to me and mm-hmm. I would ask him questions and him and Javin would get annoyed with me, but I'd keep asking questions. It's, it's actually like eat like because like John Boy's got like an it's not what I it's it sounds like what I said. Amber. John Boy's got like an explanation video. Okay, and like he uses baseball terms to like kind of talk about it, but. Like and he's like in my eyes, like it's it's almost easier to understand cricket than baseball. Javin is not into cricket. He I just see him being there. Uh, so what, some of my some of, some of my favorite sports memories are uh, you guys would get together and watch wild games, and oh, I yeah, and I asked out. you guys, I was like, will you guys when it's because playoff hockey is super fun, mm-hmm. still is. I was like, when it's the playoff and you guys are getting together, will you just let me know? And then you would let me know, and I would come just hang out and watch hockey with you guys, and it's just very fun. So that's why in my head, Javin would be there for the cricket afternoon. That's kind of like the the last couple. Like, <laughs> uh, oh, says it's a great sport to watch, totally alone. The last couple like AEW pay per views, like the wrestling thing. Yeah, like we we just gone to Javin's house, and like Schwat and like uh, ninjas I, came, and we just watched. I missed the last for, like, four two hours. of those. I'm into watching billiards. Billiards is really fun to watch. Snooker is really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Darts. Also very fun to watch. Uh, bowling. Boring. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I like bowling. You're idiots. <laughs> Who do you think you are? I am. Uh, but yeah, I still like watching wrestling. Um, collegiate wrestling. Maybe I'd be, maybe. I don't. I don't even know how to watch jujitsu. It doesn't. There's so many different like IB, to, yeah, to, IBJFF and you need to watch like uh, like flow. <laughs> you need like flow grappling. Right. Uh, I'm sure there's a bunch of shit on YouTube. Oh shit, we never I broke. Just, I, st- I saw Kibby. I'm like, oh, that's right. What did he say? <laughs> he didn't say anything, but I saw his name there. Oh, ropes. Thank you, Kibby. Ropes. Viewers, ropes. 180. I don't hate these things, but yeah, I definitely you need to like you need to mix them with you ice. Need a little something. A little something something. Um there he goes. Bros. Uh yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's just so many great crazy sports out there. Kabaddi. What's it called? Kabaddi. Kabaddi. Yeah. I remembered it. Mm-hmm. Oh, are you watching this uh this month's Basho? Yeah. How's it going? Up, uh, it's it's going pretty good. Like there's like a couple of the guys you'd want to be doing a little better. Like Wakatake, I don't think he's won yet. Wakatake Kage hasn't won. Like he's, he's no. it's, it's not it's not like he hasn't been like fighting well. Uh, he's just gotten like a has uh what's his name New Jersey guy retired. He's not actually from New Jersey. No, like he uh did Hakaho retire? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yep. Yeah, yeah. Yes, there's only one. It's Katie's favorite part of the podcast right here. There's only one Yokozuna. And he went undefeated last time in the last one. Who's Yokozuna? Uh, I think it's Taran Fuji. Okay, and he has not lost this one. Wow! And it's it's he's just if if his legs didn't explode, he would probably be, he might be like the greatest. But it's it's insane. <sighs> like he's just he's so big, and people just can't like they, they like you think he's about to lose, and like it's nope. I was. <clears throat> I was going to watch some today while I was doing 3000 mm-hmm. and then I got into my PowerShell hole and two and a half hours went by and I got paranoid that I had somehow got logged out of phones mm-hmm. and like was, had been missing calls because all of a sudden I was like, how the fuck is it 2.30? Mm-hmm. Like what happened? I had just been reading 
and trying different shit in PowerShell and none of it worked and it was a bummer. Um, but yeah, maybe tomorrow I can catch up on some. Yeah. What are you doing? Oh, I was gonna refresh this camp. <laughs> you it's so weird. All right, let's do Rob's random. Swa 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 swa. One, so for those of you who don't know what Rob's random topic is, once a week, mm-hmm. just about once a week, Dan or myself will ask our friend Rob for a random topic. Uh, the rule of Rob's random topic is first thought, best thought, which just means whatever th- pops into Rob's head first is what he has to send. So he doesn't curate a list first time. First time? He doesn't curate a list ahead yeah, of sure. time. Uh, this week's Rob's random topic is one word with a period. <laughs> and it is the word helicopters. I don't... They seem neat. They're c- cool. <laughs> uh, oh, Javin's not here. Him and Katie didn't get to hear us talk about uh, sumo. I don't understand how I'm cold and sweating. Are you sick? No. Whirly birds. If ever anyone was curious if I curate a list... <laughs> Why the fuck did helicopters pop in your head? Uh, have you ever ridden in a helicopter? No. I'm pretty sure that I have. Okay. But I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I have a memory of like being in Florida or something with my parents Mm-hmm. And doing like a like a tour, like a tour, like a go up in a helicopter and see Florida from above, and you wear the big things, mm-hmm. and the guy talks to you. Mm-hmm. But I could be conflating that with a bunch of other things. I just don't know. Hmm. Uh, yes, I've ridden in an otter, which is a kind of prop plane. Uh, a helicopter. <laughs> no, well, that's what Amber says. I've, she says, I've ridden in a prop plane, I think, not a helicopter. I know that I've written, ridden in a prop plane called an otter. It's like a mm-hmm. one that lands on water. Plane. Yeah. Uh, several times in my life, because we would do flying fishing trips in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I've never... I really, if I have, I don't remember it. It wasn't a memorable experience. Um, Every once in a while, we hear him go over our house. Like the like the Apache the attack helicopter always sounded cool, you know it always looked super cool. Uh, the helicopters in Warzone are great. Yeah, they can fly you around. Yeah, mm-hmm. are they in the, are they in the new one? Mm-hmm. They you, can, are? you can you can still throw them at people. Are they still okay? They didn't break them. Don't think so. Man, I haven't watched any of the new Warzone at all. Yeah, I've I've, I've watched people play. It's. Amber's going upstairs. I wonder a, if one of our kids woke up. Just a different map. Yeah, have you played it? No. Well, I do. I, pl- I played a game. Uh, like a week after I came out, I played one game where I jumped into a squad game and all my squad quit immediately. And then I just hid in a house for 30 minutes. It's, sounds like Warzone. And then I stopped playing. 
Um, succession made me get bored of helicopters. Too much helicopters. Rich, Spo- rich, rich people. Succession spoilers. Love helicopters. Amber and I have started watching Succession. Hey, uh, and we're this, this boy went all the way through. We're we're like four. Well, you know, I've watched almost all the way up to the end of season two. The end of season two, mm-hmm. uh, and then the pandemic happened, and I've never gone back to the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Amber and I started watching it. And I'm not going to say anything to spoil anything because okay. there are people listening to it uh, that hopefully like Amber who is watching the show. Mm-hmm. But I love Cousin Greg. Oh, Greg Diggs, great. I, th- I just love Cousin Greg. Mm-hmm. He makes me laugh so often. Yeah. Uh, and I like, who's the oldest brother? The main, like the main guy? Uh, no, no, no. The oldest brother. The one who's always like, I'm neutral. Connor, yeah. Oh, it's oh no, yeah, yeah. The oldest yeah. brother, real Connor. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I forgot. Or the, I, the, the, I, one, the one was a different mom. I don't think I rec. Spoilers. Not really. I don't think I recognized how that hasn't come up yet. I don't think I recognized how much comedic relief he is mm-hmm. the first time I watched it through, and I'm watching it this time. Like, man, that yeah. dude makes me laugh. And and like it's again like I think they figure out like more and more oh amber says it has what his um what his character is and can as it goes be on as a, yeah because yeah. it's like oh it's like because yeah like in those first like few he's just kind of like there pushed to the side right no he's he's great but i love cousin greg sarah snook just gets hotter and hotter as the series goes on yeah she didn't do it for me that's the redhead but. right that's uh what's her face yeah maybe she does as it goes on but i don't know i'm not saying she's ugly she just doesn't I, you just did <laughs> she just doesn't move, do do much for me. Do yeah. do do. She does use those for her butt. All right, I'm gonna try this log and eat this daytime. Ninety eight calories, so less calories than this, but more carbs. Got two more carbs. Those carbs are all flavor and carbonation. It smells like a beer. Okay, step one. That's pretty boring tasting beer. I, you know it's, what? It's a light beer. I'd rather just drink one of the NA beers, I guess. Sure. This is fine. Well, well they, the NA beers, I think, are. I don't think those are just carb free because they're NA. I think they're low carb, but I honestly don't know. This, this, this. It's just not very good. Oh yeah. Okay. It's not bad. It's just like. Yeah. It's, it's, there was one. So I was I was looking online. Mm-hmm. I I went to Total Wine, which I don't normally go to, but I figured they were my best bet. It's from a brewing company called Four Peaks, and it had something like five grams net carbs, but it was like six point eight percent. Okay, and I was like, I'll bet you that tastes pretty good. It's got it like yeah. Hopefully that that extra ABV translates to flavor somehow. Right, Amber, if you're still up and you want to bring me down ice, then I'll love you even more. Oh, four percent too. Yeah, that's like. Although non-alcoholic, although non-alcoholic beer boasts only a fraction of the alcohol as regular beer, it contains a similar number of calories. This is because non-alcoholic beer Whoa. packs more than twice the carbs as regular <laughs> beer. Ice? You want? You want balloons? So when? Oh man! So yes, when, I want ice. So when you were crushing like uh, any beers for that little bit. You were you were going carb, but you were going carb. No, heavy. that's just when I was, but I, I was just focusing on calories. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. Because like I've said, f- for 
years, calorie restriction has been enough to just lose the little bit of weight that I want to. And last year it was like, I looked back on my app Mm -hmm. and yeah, it was like going from, uh, 189 down to 180 was just like this slog. And it used to be like, man, I could calorie restrict for a few weeks and Mm -hmm. lose, I don't know, 12, 15 pounds. Is it just because you have more muscle now? No, I think it's just because I'm getting older. Okay. Uh, And you got, and you've been doing those roids. You got like the, your, all your organs are getting bigger and heavier. I'm not going to do roids. Get heavier organs. I don't. The dudes who do roids are so big. Oh, it's, yeah. It's just, it's dumb. It's, well, I don't know if that's, I don't know. Amber's the best. Roids are so sick. <laughs> she started laughing right when she came down. <laughs> <laughs> on the one side it looks like shaved ice <laughs> it's so much ice thank you well yeah i guess you're gonna you're gonna hydrate pretty good what hon yes <laughs> you you being constantly present in chat isn't doing it no i'm just gonna have this other margarita thing because this lock and beer sucks well thanks wild beef those are good ice levels Kimmy says, "Good job, Amber." No, it's it's a good ice level Rolo if you're drinking out of like the, your vase. Yeah, if you're drinking out of your vase, then yes, it's a good ice level. That I she I knew she thought it was funny too because the second I saw it, she started laughing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like no, like there's there's uh, it'll be I'll be intrigued to, to see how many so bad. Um, huh? I'm gonna have to pee oh, so yeah, bad. You're just you're just hydrating the fuck out of yourself. How many um? How many low carb seltzers there are? Because um, I feel like it's Fuck such man, a man. I had to buy a twelve pack of this. Oh no! Because uh, it's it's such a that's, um, a that's a lame beer. I could I could see them trying to court um, people on diets and things like that. So I could see there being quite a few low carb because it's uh, you know it's seltzer. So I, I I could I could see you. Being a uh, so much better. Hey man, this little mix right here, yeah, with ice in it. Thank you, Amber. This is where it's at. I mean, you you could almost buy. I'm not mad. I have like eight more of those. You could almost buy one of those. I wonder what it's like if you mix that with um a seltzer with an actual carbonated seltzer, hard seltzer. It seems like a lot of alcohol. It's still just five percent. Like it's 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 by volume. You realize that, right? You're not you're not somehow doubling up. I don't know what volume. <laughs> they're, not, they're, not, they're not combining. I don't know what volume means. What do you want from me? I keep trying this, thinking like if I. What you did? We lost one thing. Was it a camera? Was it Joey Cam? No. Whatever this is. Hold on! Don't plug it back in. That's nothing. Oh. What is that? That's not even. Oh, that's next. So we didn't lose anything. That's not even... What did you unplug? This is an extender. A USB extender? Yeah. What was it plugged into? Are you guys still there? I assume so. Oh, Dan is frozen. <laughs> I am frozen. <laughs> oh. I'm loving life up there. What? I'm just, uh, I'm just loving life. Okay, so I did, my foot did get caught on. 
It's okay, Phil. It's with me. Yeah. So you go, you go into this. Do I plug it? There's no. Oh yeah, because it's still getting power. Does any of my? Hold on. Does the keyboard work? Oh yeah, you unplugged all my shit. Hold on. Technical difficulties. We figured it out. My face is going to come back here in a second. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Will it actually come back? I don't see why it wouldn't. It, it knows it, it knows the camera. Turn on. Turn on. Turn on. Turn on. Turn on. <laughs> I don't think I don't think you're coming back. That's fine. I got I got a, I got this. This I got a great face here. For... <laughs> At least Dan's camera isn't slightly wobbling anymore. Uh, maybe if we switch. Oh, God. Joey, Dan. Nope. <laughs> I'm just loving life up there. Uh, what can I do? Can I blind it? Nope, that blinds me. What if I re-add it, do you think? <laughs> Hold on, what <laughs> That's fine. It's fine. <laughs> the more I look at your face, the more it makes me laugh. Uh, add video capture. We'll say dab. Dab. That's me. Dan 2.0. Boo. Okay. And then I got to get you in there. Hold on. I got to get it down here. Oh, God. There. Good as new. Right? Yeah. I'm covered you up a little bit, but was I always doing that? I went away. No, I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, I how did I get it like that before? Oh, no. There we go. Like Perfect. that. Perfect. Sweet. Okay. Uh, and then I gotta make this one go away. Nope, <laughs> nope you delete yourself. <laughs> I gotta make this one go away. Oh, see, but now there's that black bar. How I had that so perfect before. Perfect. Like that. Nice. We did it. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. What's been happening in chat? No. Uh, yes, Amber. We did try turning it off and on again. And Gibby just says, ah, like that, that was the thing with like, uh, uh, like that one lady at work that she called you my Oscar coordinator, Marita. And you're just like, her, cause she'd like told me like multiple times. She's like, oh yeah, I restarted a few times. Had not actually restarted her computer for well over two I months. I don't know what she was doing. Yeah. I love her to death. A hundred percent, a hundred percent convinced she was restarting. No, I was like, can you just. Because she was like, what do you think it was? And I was like, I really don't know other than maybe you weren't restarting. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I swear to you I am. And I was like, can you just... Oh, God. I was like, can you just show me? Because have you ever had somebody go like... You're mm -hmm. like, what do you do when you restart? Yeah. And I've had people I work with, like, they click... It's on Windows, but they click their face and hit, like, log off. And I'm like, well, that's not restarting. Or sleep or something. Right. 
So she was on Windows and I had her show me what she was doing. And she was like, I go here and I click shut down and everything turns off. And I was like, well, that's right. But <laughs> it obviously wasn't doing it. Computers don't lie. Mm-hmm. Like it had been on for like 38 days or something. And yep. all she had to do was restart and it fixed it. And it's worked since then. So it's like. Yeah, that was the issue. But I don't know what she was doing. Yeah. Meaning she wasn't doing that. Because if she was, it was work- It would have worked. Oh, correct. Yeah. Want to become famous? Nope. All right, now I gotta I fi- need more viewers. Now I gotta figure out how to ban somebody. Oh yeah, it's really easy. Boom. Later, nerd. No one man should have all that power. What the fuck were we talking about before you unplugged that camera? Kicking your little feet around. Seltzers. I'm already famous, <laughs> Amber. I do. It's got. It had to been seltzer talk. Uh. How did we get back to seltzers? Oh, because I, I cracked that beer. I did buy a uh, um, a four pack from these guys during the summer. Um, that was like some. It was a. It was a. It was a pastry seltzer. So it was like when you poured it, like when you poured a fucking seltzer in the glass, it was like. You could not like it was like thick. Uh, I feel like I remember that. It was really good. Um, you it, wound me. Uh, it was like, uh, but it had like you know like ooze like uzu and like all these like crazy flavors in it. Um, it had like fucking like eight percent of your fiber for the day because there was so much like just like pulp and juice in this thing. It was crazy. Yeah, they make good stuff. Might be a good keto beer if it's got that much fiber. I feel like there's probably a shit ton of sugar in it, though, because like it was a, it was uh, a yeah. ton of juice. That's how you figure out your net carbs, though. Yeah, oh, you, you fight fiber versus... So you take carbohydrates and you subtract your fiber. Mm-hmm. So if it's 10 carbs and 8, you know, mm-hmm. you have 2 net carbs, and that's what you're actually counting. But you could eat so much fiber that you hurt yourself. If you try, if you try and like negate so many carbs with fiber... Are you like, talking about Boku? Because you can, you can eat so much fiber that you hurt your body. So yeah, there's yeah. there's a limit to how many carbs you can subtract. Right. Why is everybody apologizing to everybody? No, when I when I I wish we were drinking Boku's. What's I, a Boku? I had to go to a Boku therapist. Uh, some insane commercial that uh, Wallet Beef was showing us for uh, it was an adult beverage that wasn't alcoholic. It was just adult juice boxes. Adult themed. Kind of. Like it had porn on it. Like no. <laughs> but it had like uh, Richard no. Lewis, like Richard Lewis doing like a comedy routine and like she wanted all these Boku's. It's like like you know it's uh, a sophisticated fruit. Yeah, it's it's white white grape cherry. It's yeah, it's it's like you know, you know single fruit juice box are for kids. Multiple fruit juice boxes are for adults. I'll drink a fruit juice box right now for kids right now, and I'm an adult. It's got too many carbs in it. I don't know what. Oh yeah. <laughs> It was a frothy one. Little bun paddle pills. Zero carbs. It says right here. I drink it all day long. It's one of my favorite favorite beers. Was that uh, after movie night? We almost made it the whole time. Uh, it, it, was, it, it was like said it? it was a couple ago though. Um, that oh, because I I logged short. off. But then we yeah, then we watched them again. It was like silent for three minutes straight. I'm sorry, Kimmy. It just. It's a big 
part of our lives. It happens yeah, every week. If you want to see great, like eight, like nineties commercials, Boku. We did a distance adult, one this week because adult juice boxes. Javin was sick, and Rolo had a sick kid, and my wife was sick, so we just did distance. Mm-hmm. And after the movie, there was just like three minutes of silence, and I was like, eh, well. <laughs> I just left. We were waiting to start talking about Boku's. Everybody had been talking, and then it was like somebody went to bed. Do we watch unusual memes? Because we, we watched we watched unusual memes. Okay. Which, by the way, if you haven't watched unusual memes on YouTube, go watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there were a lot of them that made me laugh. Uh, and then after unusual memes, I brushed my teeth, and yeah, it was like the whole time I was brushing my teeth, everybody was just all I would hear was like the occasional like. <laughs> And then, like, clicking. Mm-hmm. And, like, somebody cleared their throat, and I was like, well, I don't need to be here. Boku, Zim Dollars, The History of Slurs, Whiskey Bros, Vaulted Ceilings, etc. Yeah. Okay. Uh, back to Rob's Random. I don't have anything to say about helicopters. No, I'm done. I don't... I don't... I don't have any strong feelings in them. I, mm-hmm. like Amber said, I've I've ridden in a prop plane a number of times, mm-hmm. and I went. What's the what, what's it called where you have a parachute but you're being pulled behind a boat? Parasailing. Is it? Mm-hmm. I was gonna say paragliding, and I was like, I don't think that's right. Both might be true. I did that. Whatever it is, where you where you have a parachute and you're behind a boat that mm-hmm. is driving i did that once and that was really neat i remember that uh do you have any interest in a hot air balloon not especially as a as a kid i thought they were cool but as a kid i did as an adult it seems a little boring as an adult well i don't as an adult i just don't want to have to like stand there and make conversation with the balloon pilot uh my favorite short story of all time so you're going to be like, sir, can you look away the whole time? Which is a Gene Wolfe story. Don't talk to me. It's called Straw. That's what the bastards are made out of. And it's a it's a short story about hot air balloons. Uh, it's my... I absolutely adore it. I don't think it's the best short story that was ever written. Mm-hmm. I think the best short story ever written is probably something like The Lottery or A Good Man is Hard to Find. A Good Man is Hard to Find is probably the best short story ever written. But Straw mm-hmm. is my favorite short story that has ever been written. And after that is probably Story of Your Life. Like I was thinking like that might that that's gotta be up there. Um it, like in like to be to be the best short story in that book is an accomplishment. Right, because like like the Babylon one's great. The Babylon one is the other one that might edge it out. Even like the guy who like, uh, ba- with, not Babylon. Even like the one where they're dealing Babel. with Babel. Yes, uh, even the one where they're like dealing with like the guys um, where like angels are real and like cause damage. Um, I, for, I forget the name of that one. Fuck, those are so good. I, I, I like I like the guy who's having like all the like the gestalts. Like he's like learning. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that, that one's cool. That's the thing. It's, it's, it's like it's just an amazing like. That's a great collection. Yeah. Um, hold on. Let's see. Uh, we see them all the time here in Central Ohio. 
<laughs> Wall Beef says, you ever take CBD supplements while in a hot air balloon? It's sick. <laughs> Rolo says, are short stories harder to write than long stories? Yes. I don't mean this question to sound as dumb as it does. In my opinion, they're way harder. Because I you, think that... To have a compelling narrative that works. Right. That's why I think the the greatest short story ever written is A Good Man is Hard to Find because it's compelling. Mm-hmm. It does all the things that a story is supposed to do without you realizing it. It's uh, like eight pages or something. And it's it's just really good. Flannery O'Connor is who wrote it. Uh, the other one, the other like best short stories ever would be The Lottery, which is Shirley Jackson, I think. I think uh, Shirley Jackson, that sounds right. And Hills Like White Elephants, which I can't remember who wrote that. Hills like Ernest Hemingway wrote Hills like white elephants. I remember the only one. Those I, are probably like the, th- the I don't know, regarded your, your three. as like no. I just think like widely, oh. they're regarded as the three greatest short stories, but also for a reason. I think the only one I remember reading in high school was The Velt. Okay, which I think is about like, uh, oh boy, people in like a facility and like like oh man, I can't. I say I, I barely remember it now. But there's like animals. Like you remember, if it's like a, it's like a virtual reality or not. I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember which. There's two Gene Wolfe short stories collections that I adore, and I think my favorite one is Stories from the Old Hotel, which has Straw and several others in it, or it's Innocence Aboard. But I don't think that's the one it is. I think it's Stories from the Old Hotel. I I don't think Exhalation is as good as. I haven't even started Story of yet. Your Life at, and Others. Okay. But. Stories of Your Life and Others is one of the best short story collections I've ever read. Mm-hmm. Short stories are, uh, I've read a lot of short story collections. Mm-hmm. The best uh, the best people who have written short stories, in my opinion, are Flannery O'Connor, uh, Jack London, Gene Wolfe, and Ted Chiang. Is Flannery O'Connor like everything that rises? Yeah, everything that rises must converge. That's a collection of short stories, and they're oh, great. Okay. But they're they're more like Americana short stories. Okay. Uh, like the first one that opens that is this great short story about a woman and a bull, hmm. like a farmer. Uh, so they're not like they're not sci-fi mm-hmm. or like Ted Chiang. They're yeah. more like um, slice of life. The swimmer. Oh, I've never, I don't know that one. I don't know that one. Look it up. Who wrote it? Google. Gene Wolfe? I th- I don't think he helped invent Pringles as much as like the can for he was an engineer. Yeah. Just just he was he was George Railroad Martin's roommate. Yeah, he was he's one of the greatest men who's ever lived. Scariest to tell stories to tell in the dark is a good collection, you're right, Kibby, but for different reasons. Uh and then George Okay, so John. Achievers wrote The Swimmer. I don't know how to say this guy's name, but he has also written some of my favorite short stories ever, but more because they're wild. Like, if you want to read the Mars Volta as a short story, read George Louis Bourget. I think that's how you say his name. So it's George, J-O-R-G-E, Louis, L-U-I-S, and then Bourget is B-O-R-G-E-S. He has some phenomenal... Uh, short story collections. Yeah. George Louis Bourget. Maybe I'll have to read this The Swimmer by Cheevers. 
Gene Wolfe, an industrial engineer who helped devise the cooking process for print. Okay, so the cooking process. Yeah. Agree, Wall of Beef. Uh, Bourget has some really great. I think I have like three of his collections upstairs. Hmm. Um, actually, I think I talked to you about that after a podcast one time because Dan and I usually hang out and talk. Uh, I told you you could borrow it if you wanted. He's got weird ones about like this universal library and his stuff's really cool. That, sound, that sounds very familiar. Uh, one of my favorite short story collections that I gifted to Wall of Beef a while ago that I've been thinking I want to buy another copy of is uh, it's called Up in the Old Hotel. And it's this guy who wrote it's like fiction and nonfiction. He would like meet people in like turn of the century Manhattan and then like write stories about them. Hmm. And he has this like recurring bar. It's just a really cool. I think that's what it's called. Uh, Up in the old hotel and other stories by Joseph Mitchell. Yeah, this is it. It's a really cool book, but it's again, it's like, uh, it's more like Flannery O'Connor where it's like it's just Americana. It's just Americana. It's like you're reading them not for the plot of them. You're reading them for the soul and the feel of them. Yeah. It's we, it's weird to describe like the characters are really mm-hmm. interesting. He does such a good job describing like where it's taking place and what it looks like and feels like and smells like. And you can just like this bar him describing like how they would put sawdust on the floor and just there, he just does a really good job of writing it, but it's not particularly compelling. So mm-hmm. I don't, I think a lot of people would find it boring. I don't know, but it was something that I thought wild beef might enjoy. Hmm. Um, whereas straw, the short story by Gene Wolf mm-hmm. is like a page turner mm-hmm. and compelling. And I like, I've read it. I've probably read it 15 times, 20 times, and I I just love it every time I read it. And it's just, it's sneaky, and I don't know. It's everything I love about Gene Wolfe. Okay. Uh, The Game Inscription Uh is kind of like a Gene Wolfe book, in my opinion, where the more you play it, the more it gets revealed. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. The more you play that game, the more you die in that game, the more comes to light and comes to surface. The The only difference would be there there aren't like, um, there aren't pages in a Gene Wolfe book that you don't have access to. Right. The, I mean. But, the, but, 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 you, but I get what you're saying, 100%. The, uh, the analogy stands. Yes. But an inscription is designed that way for the game. Yeah. But it's like. You have to go. You have to go through the process of mm-hmm. dying and trying again, and dying and trying again. You know, and it's not the same as like in Dark Souls. You die and try again, but really, you're just memorizing the boss. That's different, mm-hmm. and I love that as well. Whereas Inscription, it's like more gets revealed to you with each playthrough. But that's like how a Gene Wolfe book feels. Where the more you read it, the more you're like, oh, mm-hmm. that's really fun. I'm really digging this with ice. Oh no! It, like it, it, it. Yeah, I, I like the. That's the thing. It's like there was. A, I don't know what I'm when, when do like with these. when like White Claw first like like hit the market, 
like three, four years ago or whatever it was now. And it was like, ah, you know, seltzer, whatever. But then like everyone just started drinking seltzer and being like, oh, wait, like this shit's great for some. I laughed at him and made fun of him. so good. Until Javin brought one to movie night and then he was like, you got to try it. And I tried it and I was like, holy shit. What I've been, why have I been missing this? It's like, it's, it's, it's great liquor juice. It's like, right. It's (laughs) that's exactly what it is, is liquor juice. And like, no, like they're like, you know, when when you're sitting out there and like in the sun, like a light beer is good, but also like, you know, just a, a good, a good seltzer. It's like, it, it, it's so refreshing. Well, that's so, I don't know how long will like beer last. Oof. Uh, something like that. There, there wasn't much flair to begin with in that, so I think you could probably drink it in the summer. <laughs> that so that's what I was wondering. Like a hot summer day, one of these ice cold would be good. Don't don't have it go um a lot of temperature. Right. Change. I'm just, just gonna bring it, it from one. the fridge upstairs to the fridge downstairs and just, just leave, leave it yeah. there. Perfect. Uh, because yeah, I could see this like after I get done mowing the lawn, mm-hmm. and I want to crack one of these, and it's four percent, so it's not mm-hmm. gonna do anything to me. You're gonna sweat it out anyway. I really uh, tomorrow. I'm gonna Google and see if I can find that Four Peaks. Hmm. But these actually, I might buy these again, legitimately mixed with the carbonated water and the ice. I'd be intrigued to see what other flavors they have that aren't lime margarita. Because uh, they had a like passion fruit and guava or something. Okay. And then a pina colada, which I always think is gross. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not in for that flavor. And then one other flavor. But like, so what I, you know me, mm-hmm. I drink shit so fat. Like I consume, we'll go to the bar mm-hmm. and Dan and everybody else will, you know, they'll be like down to here on their glass and I'm, I have like this much left. Mm-hmm. I just, I consume things in a stupid quantity. So I like this, like one of the, one of these drinks that is 5%, mm-hmm. I fill a whole glass up with and it takes me a while to drink. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. No, it's like the, um. Yeah, it, it, like these probably work really good as um, well as you found out, like uh, mixers. Right, but you get what I'm saying. That like one of these is just a seltzer. I'd go. That's why I brought so many of them down here. Oh yeah, because I'd go through this so quick. Mm-hmm. But if I mix it with a bunch of stuff, mm-hmm. this is like a delicious, refreshing drink that also gets me a little buzzed. Yeah, and like that whole glass is technically. A little less than five percent, right? Because volume, yeah, you're figuring it out. I know what volume is. That was still one of the craziest. Like when I, like it didn't really dawn on me until going to like Barrel Theory a couple times, and like you would get like this much of like a eight percent beer, yeah, versus like this much of a four, and it's like also my brain was like going. Oh, there's two of those in that one, right? Like, <laughs> well, that I mean, that was one of the reasons that when we would go to Barrel Theory, I would always get, I would always look for what's the lowest ABV because I knew, like, well, I'm gonna have like two to dance one because mm-hmm. it's just the way that I am, mm-hmm. and so it's like I can't have two eight percent beers mm-hmm. and then drive back, but I can have two, you know, five point ones and be pretty okay yeah well should we do a mailbag it's only 916 sure 
I don't have much. I don't have much else to, to chat on or report. You gotta go pee. Yeah, you pull that up. Okay. I don't. I. I, I feel like I had another thing to say. I. I did. I said that last week. I was like, I feel like I have another thing to say, and I couldn't remember what it was. And then the second the podcast was over, I remembered exactly what I wanted to say, and now I don't remember it again. Uh, well, Walla Beef is here. We could do one of Walla Beef's uh, mailbags. He doesn't have too many in here. He might only have one. What the fuck is this? Oh, I know who this is. Uh, yeah, let's do Walla Beef. You still here? Oh, Javin's back. Hold on. I got to close this. Uh, some good Scott Steiner ABV math going on. Do you guys think of any other movies to recast? I don't think so. I haven't. I think I think Dan's whole idea over there for anybody who didn't uh, catch last week or watch the VOD from last week was people would suggest movies to us to recast because that was very – I don't know like how I, – I was thinking about it afterwards. I was like, I don't know how long it could be fun for, but it was really fun last week. And I think it could be fun for like a few weeks to have people suggest movies to recast. Kimmy did ask a good question. He tweeted at us later. Can we, are we doing like any, any actor ever living or dead or does the actor have to be living? And I texted Dan about it and we both agree they have to be living. Cause otherwise it's just like, it would be a different thing. It would be your dream cast. Not, not to be confused with the video game console, your dream cast of a movie versus like, how would you cast it if it was made right? Like if it was greenlit right now, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh yeah, my uh, I I probably looked like Scott Steiner. He was trying to do that promo, being like, "If you're eight percent, oh, that's a is good, the same that's as a good one. Two of these four percents. No, he doesn't get confused. He just runs with it. But, doesn't but he? like he does. But like there's there's little. Now you're talking about two and three quarters of a. But there's like little stutters where it's like you like I'm sure he's practiced like he practiced it, but he's like it's it sounds just unhinged enough. It's oh, it's unhinged. Yeah. Uh, Amber says, which could also be a fun topic. Dreamcast mix people from different times. I also think that would be fun. Oh yeah, to just cast people from whenever. Uh, but it's just a different. It's just a different animal. Yeah, they're not a horse apiece. All right, so we got a male. I don't know how many. I don't know what kind of legs this has, but that might be good for nine twenty at night. This is from Walla Beef. I asked him to sound off if he was still here. This thing I've learned is not reliable. Uh, it says he's still here. Maybe he's busy touching his wiener. All right, Walla Beef uh, sent in a mailbag topic. There's two of them in here. Have you ever been locked out of a house, car, apartment, or work? Work, yes. What? Tell me. I uh, wasn't paying attention one time at Best Buy for... Um, daylight savings when it like when it jumps um which one fall behind or spring ahead spring when it springs ahead an hour so i, I was still back so i was in i was i got there an hour early <laughs> what'd you do i was like oh i'll just go to caribou <laughs> and caribou was open yeah well they went at like six. Oh yeah i suppose uh was it for like an ad set oh yeah it was yeah it was back when i was in kibi said yes to all back when i was in uh 
merch. Is that what it's called, right? Yeah. 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 Back when I was or merch. it was. Amber, have we ever been locked out of our house? Any house or apartment? I don't think we have. I don't think I've ever been locked out of a house or a car. Oh, I, I guess I, I, mm-hmm. I was at my house once when my, um, I came back from. Well, that doesn't surprise me, Amber. I came back from somewhere in my um, garage door opener wasn't working, and I didn't have um, my house keys. I, I didn't have like my keys with me because like I went somewhere with like with yeah. my dad, and so um, we just drove and got new batteries <laughs> for my like garage door opener on the wall. Okay, and then just replaced those batteries and everything was fine. Uh, yeah, Amber said, I got locked out of my house as a teen all the time. That doesn't surprise me at all. I was really good at breaking into my bedroom window. I think we did that one at one point, you and I, if I remember correctly. Uh, I don't think I've ever been locked out of any house. I had it where I came home one day to this house, mm-hmm. and I pressed my garage door button, mm-hmm. and it's like I turned a corner and I press my garage door button, mm-hmm. and I can see my house briefly, and then I can't see it, and then I can s- see it again, if that makes sense. And I was like, I swear I saw it opening. Mm-hmm. And so I pulled into my garage, or pulled into my driveway, and I opened the garage, and it like opened that time. And then I shut the garage when I went inside. And then when I went to open it again, it just wouldn't open. Hmm. But I didn't. I had never had a house key on my key ring before. So that time, that was the time where I was like, okay, I have to like get a house key yep. like, on my key my ring because I would have just been locked out. Um, locked out of a car? Yeah, I like I like uh, Wallaby's answer where it's like, you're not locked out. It simply wasn't open. Oh, it's, not like, it's not like people were in correct. there doing stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and versus as adults, you and me know... Javits has been locked out of all of them in my lifetime. Yeah, never never got locked out of a car. Been locked out of four boats. Four boats? What? Yeah. Weird weekend. Don't even ask. Are you making that up? Of course. Okay. But down in well, the house. You and Dan Chang would go on boats. Four boats. <laughs> <laughs> can't get any boats. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many boats his dad has. Um, good question, Javin. He says, was this a time before cell phones? How did you have no clocks telling you not to go in early? I mean, I I don't feel like my... Would, would, our, would your flip phone reset time automatically? Yeah. I think... Jesus, Javin. Wall of beef. He says, as a teen, I got locked out of the house and put my shoulder into the front door and got in. I think, <clears throat> oh, man, like, oh, Christ, that's the thing. Like, this could have been like 2000, like, six or seven or something. So maybe, maybe my phone wasn't smart enough unless I turned it off and on again. Like, my phone might have been like that crappy because I, I, I never had like a really good cell phone. So it may need to be like turned off and on again for it to like. Update. Well, and you were probably using an alarm clock at the oh, time, yeah, yeah. which you had to manually yep. reset. Yeah, yeah. yeah Wall beef says I can break through doors. Yeah, you're a big dude. <laughs> uh, 
Schwartz said, I once came home from movie night and locked my car keys in my running car. I had to call a shady locksmith Holy at 1230. Shit. That would suck. Yeah, I'll get you in your car. Uh, I have run out of gas three times in my life. I don't know if he's still here. Doesn't look like it. Dang, he's not still here. I've run out of gas three times in my life. All of them were like in college, working at Best Buy. With no money. With like no money, mm-hmm. trying to get as far as I could on a tank of gas. And Vita Anderson has come to the rescue every time. I ran out of gas and I like called or texted Matt. And he came and picked me up and brought me to the gas station to fill up a stupid gas tank. Uh... To the point that I started carrying just a plastic gas tank mm. in my car so I wouldn't have to buy one. Mm-hmm. And then I think by that time I never ran out of gas in my car again. Yeah, like I, I had that once where like I on like the frontage road from like Best Buy like yeah. back to like my parents' house. I ran out of gas on that. So I just I just walked to the closest gas station. Was it summer? It was yeah, it wasn't like freezing cold. All of mine were in winter. Oh. <laughs> um Yeah, I don't think I've ever gotten locked out of my house. When I was a kid, we had a garage code that my stepdad installed, but it was like he had routed it into the power, so it didn't need batteries. So it just constantly had power. But it powers out. I guess. But even then, your door door wouldn't open. Uh, Whoa. Okay, so like... Hold on. Let me read them. Javin says, does your car have a little miles left indicator? How far into E do you go before filling up? Javin says, Katie lets it go as low as humanly possible, and it drives me mad. Yeah, you're. I, I can't do it anymore. Do, do, does Katie give it? Does Does hers have the number? Like, does, does it have it like estimated? Yeah, I like, was driving like a 1995 Ford Taurus. It didn't. It. Oh yeah, my yeah. My, it just had the little fucking thing on it. It didn't have. Oh, so it, it tells her the number, and she. Why? Ooh. There's still a mile left. I think we're good. I'll fill up if I have like, uh, what would it be between empty and a quarter and eighth? <laughs> if it's convenient, I'll just like, if I'm leaving DSC and I'm like, I got time to go fill up, I'll just stop and fill up. Even if I have like only a little bit less than a quarter. I've heard that the, uh, uh, I don't know like how true this is, but something like the, the, the low gas light turns on at two gallons. What's one say that? Well, it's, so it's, it's, I, I think I don't know if it's necessarily thirty miles. I I think it's just whatever your car can do two gallons in. Oh, okay. Uh, well, Schwartz says I've also had to break into my college house after a vacation when a person that was supposed to be there to let us in was gone. <laughs> My friend Mark had to boost me on the roof, and I had to shimmy a window open. That's awesome. And yeah, Wally says it's a rough estimate. It can do 30. Amber says, yeah, I had a 1987 Buick Century as her first car. Yeah, my first car was like a 1992 Ford Taurus or 1995 Ford, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was the car that like I ran out of gas in and uh, several times. It was a great car. Luigi. That's what it was named. I ran out of gas once. Um, so coming down Woodbury Drive to like turn on to um, is that Valley Creek? I always get Valley and radio mixed up. 
which which one goes like up to my house? Valley. Yeah, okay. So hot. They go and uh, one goes no, east I, west, I know, I know, one I goes north south. But it's just some weird thing I've had in my brain okay. ever since I moved here. Um, so I can take Valley all the way to your house. So I where so I'm coming down like Woodbury Drive, like me and my sister are, like driving home, and like I I was run, I apparently like ran my course got to like nothing. Yeah. And we lost like lost everything like fuck like we're like so we're just coming up to the light. It's like. Like for whatever reason, we got so lucky that all of a sudden, like the green turn arrow came. So I, just, so it's just me, just like coasting my car, like through the intersection, up in, like you know, turning, then going into the gas station. Just like, like it, it I like luckily I like it ran out of gas. You coasted the whole way. Yeah, I ran out of gas on we were driving. I was able to just like, all right, the green turn arrow, and then I just kept going. <laughs> and then, and then I, just, I just made it into the gas station. That's fantastic. Oh yeah. And there was an open pump. Oh yeah, you didn't have to push it at all. No, just 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 went all the way. Well, like yeah, it just I had I had enough speed. That's that it, that it, that wild. It just, it just carried the whole way. <laughs> like yeah, if, if there wasn't a green arrow, I'd have been fucked. I would have had to push it. Uh, Wallaby says my mom told me she. Wait, I'll read it over here. Oh no, I can't. Uh, she fills her car up with a miles left readout. Says ninety miles. Oof. Uh, and Jevin says, I like the idea that we could maybe stop Dan somewhere in the middle of his hometown of Woodbury without a map <laughs> or phone, and he might be totally lost. I won't be lost. I just couldn't tell you what road I'm on. <laughs> I just thought it was funny that you're like, I always get radio and valley confused. And it's like, those they go in opposite directions. Like, like when I moved here. It's not, like getting, it's not like getting radio and Woodbury Drive, which... Run I, the same direction. I, I I basically lived off that intersection when I moved here. Okay, and and they were the two main roads. And for and so, but for whatever reason, like I, I haven't been able. I I just yeah. Radio I, and Valley have been the main veins of yeah. this town for a long time. I don't know why. I've just never taken like. I'm sure if I just like if I tried real hard, I could like memorize it now. But I've just never bothered. Uh, ja- well, beef. I don't. I don't have that opinion. He says. I guess I figured ninety was a lot. I, like I said, I will just, I'll sometimes have a quarter of a tank left, but if it's convenient for me to stop then, like sometimes, okay, so sometimes I'll be going to movie night and I'm like, I, you know, I leave at my normal time and then you never know, like when you go to one of these restaurants, like sometimes my wait is 20 minutes mm-hmm. and sometimes I'm like in and out in three minutes mm-hmm. and it'll be like, well, I have a quarter of a tank, but I have an extra 15 minutes right now. I'm just going to go to the gas station on my way to Dan's mm-hmm. and fill up. So it, I don't really I don't really do it in terms of I mean I'm not going to do it if I if I have 3 quarters of a tank left. Mm-hmm. But I don't really do it in in terms of how far I can get. Like my mine yells at me at 50 and so some like that that's so, so at some point in like the next day um I'll fill up. Yeah, but you watch how many miles you have left. Oh, yeah, because well, the light, the light will pop on at fifty. Oh, okay. And I just have like, the so I'll just so I'll just be like, okay. So at some point the next day, I have to get gas. My car will just estimate how many. Oh yeah, that's what I mean. That's the confusing thing now with the truck too. Is like I have a quarter of a tank left, mm-hmm. but be- because the tank is so huge, it'll still it'll be like one hundred and forty miles left or something crazy. I'm like, what? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. No, it does. Like my my in the like in like spring or fall when it's not like. 
super hot or super cold. Yeah. Like, mine's five hundred and something. Like it's it's nuts when I get a full when I get a full tank on that car. Oh no! I was saying like I'll have a quarter of a tank. No, that's what I mean. Okay. Like a quarter of a tank for me is like yeah. Oh yeah, I see what yeah, you're yeah. saying. Math volume. Exactly. Yeah. Alcohol by boy. Uh, Javin says my dad programming to fill up at half tank in the winter. Less than half, your tank can freeze and your car oh. won't start. Uh, in my personal life experience, I haven't found this to be true. And then Schrott says, is that even a real thing, Mike? It seems like an urban legend. I don't think that's a I, real thing. I don't, I, especially now, like they, they used to sell um, a thing you could put in your gas in the winter, like yeah. in your gas tank to uh, to stop it from freezing. But yeah, like that was the thing my dad used to say to me. He's like, don't, don't let it get too low. Yeah, maybe. It's going to freeze. In like crazy old cars or in something. Like the, in like the 60s. Right. Uh, Schwartz doesn't, or wait, Jevin says maybe like back in the day before modern car starting methods. Yeah. yeah. Schwartz says no one has ever told me that can happen. Just that it would be unsafe to run out of gas in the cold. And Wallaby says, Mike, my dad has always said something similar to that. As far as he knows, I follow that to the letter, but my car would always start nearly empty. Mm -hmm. Right. Same. I do subscribe to the thing. My dad uh, was given Amber, you know, like jokingly, but was given Amber a tough time because she had driven down to my dad the other day with the kids. And the kids wanted to go outside and play, and it was winter. And she had their jackets, but she didn't have coats or mittens for mm -hmm. them. So he, he, he made them drink some fuel? And he was like, well, what if your car had stalled and you didn't have coats and mittens? And I'm just like, I still subscribe to like, even if I'm driving down to my dad's, Everybody brings their winter coats, mm -hmm. even because I don't wear my winter coat the whole drive. I'd get too hot. Oh yeah, but I still bring it. Yeah, because you want to go outside and play. Well, you just bring it. But like, Dad, there's cell phones and there's. I'm not. It's not like driving because mm -hmm. my dad lives in Fairbowl, mm -hmm. which is like an hour drive out into the country, and it's like it's not like it was in you know, 1972 driving out to Fairbowl. It's. I'm not that worried about it. Mm -hmm. uh, it needs to be sub negative 40 to freeze gas. There you go. Fancy modern gas, not old time gas. They talk about it all the time. I really got to pee. <laughs> um, the other part of Walla Beef's question slash topic was biggest bathroom emergency. I can't think of one. I got a different thing concerning bathrooms. I don't. I have never had like a bathroom emergency, as far as I can remember, other than like probably being a kid. Yeah, like nothing where like I haven't like been like in close enough like proximity to like a bathroom that like I I, I yeah I never had like a um I never been like running across like between buildings or something like that trying to find a bathroom or anything like that. No. I, for the longest time, I'm not like this anymore, but for the longest time when I would travel, I just wouldn't poop. Like you'd, you'd have to be like, no. No. I don't know what, my body would just be like, nah. And it would just turn off the poop feature. Mm. Uh, like, it wasn't a conscious thing. It was just like, I would travel somewhere new. And yeah, my body's just like, nah, we're not, I don't, we're not pooping here. 
I don't know this place. Uh, and so I used to do these fly-in fishing trips with my dad in Canada. Poop feature. <laughs> turn, turn off the poop feature. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it would be like five days in Canada mm-hmm. plus driving. Mm-hmm. And it was always very strange to me that we'd go up and I wouldn't poop. And then the entire time we were there, I wouldn't poop for like days on end. That, that, that seems unhealthy. I wouldn't poop. And then we'd come back and it would be like an hour before we got back mm-hmm. to my house. You could, you could feel it moving? And no, I would get these like crazy cramps, like uncomfortable. And I'd be in my dad's car like, Holy God. This is, this is all gas and shit. Like, right. It would just, but it was so weird to me that my body would just know like, all right, we're about an hour away from the poop palace. Mm-hmm. Turn the feature back on, get the engine running. And the first thing I would come in with like my bags, and I'd drop them all and I'd run to the bathroom and just take this massive uncomfortable shit mm-hmm. <laughs> every time. But like other, other times where I would travel, it, it would just be like, nah. It would just turn it off hmm. and I it was out of my control and I remember getting frustrated at it because it would be like, I know for like the last hour of this car ride home, I'm going to be so uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but I couldn't do anything about it. It was just like, nope, you just you don't get to poop here. We don't know this place. <laughs> uh, Schwartz says, an Apollo mission astronaut famously didn't poop for like two weeks <laughs> because he hated what they had to deal with when they did. <laughs> But this wasn't conscious. This isn't like I hated it. It was just like new environments would cause my body to just not poop. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like I was holding in poop. Mm-hmm. It just would. I just wouldn't do it. So that's like that's my probably most prominent bathroom emergency. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like I was sitting in the car trying to hold poop in and not poop my pants. I just would get really uncomfortable cramps. Mm-hmm. But then as soon as I was home, it was like something something subconscious in me would relax enough to just like let loose that's my poop story hope you all are glad you turned in for that tuned in for that turned in (laughs) we can't do it you want double? <laughs> I've never heard you say that. You want double meat and no veg? Can't do it. I've known I you for like it. almost twenty years. She's the, she's Amber says that's me and Mondays. My body gets used to the weekend. What does that mean? She's and then on Monday it's like, nope, there's no time. Like oh, I got a casual poop schedule on the weekend. <laughs> she's 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 the Sebastian Maniscalco subway guy. Like her body's like, I can't do it. I I can't do it. I have a pretty like. I have my coffee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like 15 minutes later, mm-hmm. I go poop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like the last thing I do before I leave the house every day. You could set a clock by it, I bet. That's the, yeah. It's, you know, you, uh, it'd, be, it'd be a fairly accurate clock, mm-hmm. but you can still set yeah. you know within 15 minutes of the actual time. Like it's it's good enough for the Greeks. Sure. Yes, Adam. What do you mean? You have just a poop schedule. Uh, it's just weird. It's just like every time, the same time of day. Oh yeah, it, it, it's basically like, like mine can like vary randomly on like on on certain days, 
but it's it's usually like mine almost never wavers hmm. even when i travel now based on coffee drinking yeah mm-hmm. all right i really gotta pee i've been talking about my own poop for too long thanks for tuning in everybody shot i'm glad i'm glad you made it two more weeks to list two more weeks to list uh this month the month of january the list is going to be top five movies from before you were born mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so in the you're gonna have to give your birth year slowly we're stealing your identities you don't know that oh yeah yeah next next list is top five mother's maiden names <laughs> <laughs> top five streets you grew up on mm-hmm. uh Good night, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, as always, if this is your first time listening to us, subscribe to us on whatever app you get your podcasts on. You can follow us on Twitch. Top 5 Pets. That's right, mm-hmm. Kibby. Mm-hmm. Twitch and their names. Correct spelling. T- uh, tips? Tips? Tips. <laughs> follow us on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash this might sound stupid. Uh, you can email us this might sound stupid at gmail.com so like your top five movies from before you were born you can email to this might sound stupid at gmail.com mm-hmm. you can also tweet at us at tmss underscore podcast we have two sponsors on the podcast Joey the good boy oh he's all tuckered out he's so cute I want to pet him Joey <laughs> and of course Mike Long the wonderful, handsome, talented designer who designed all of our graphics. Amber says, here's a fun game. What would your name be if your mother's maiden name and street you lived? <laughs> Amber, that's really clever. That, that, that That's close to the old, like, what would your porn name be? <laughs> like, it's, right. it's, it's like, what's your street name? I like that. Favorite nine digits in your social security number. That's Ooh. Tough. In order or just like the ones I like them ranking? Seven, seven, seven. Uh, they're all sevens. Oh, congrats. Uh, good night, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we did this. Mm-hmm. Because, well, it wasn't really in question. I just t- said to you, like, Amber's been sick all week, so if you don't want to do it. I'm like, I want to be sick. I've been sick in a while. I got to get sick again. I got to use my sick time. Mm -hmm. All right. Good night, everybody. Yeah.